1: Welcome Thursday to Hanging with the Boys. You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, where it is 69 degrees. Feels like 69. The high today is 83. The low tonight is... Depending on what you look, if you look on Nate's phone, it's sixty three. If you look on my phone, it's sixty nine. You got that? You got that <laughs> iPhone just, eight? I mean, you to your phone. Yeah, you need to update, bro.
3: Your a nasty phone. Is. Yeah, your
2: phone what's knows the,
1: you. What's
3: the weather? Sixty nine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the phone. What's, it, what's
1: the
2: weather? Five foot nine. <laughs> what's <laughs> the <okay>. weight? One hundred and ten.
1: <laughs> Stop. Damn. You 110 pounds? No, I'm oh. like
3: 169. Oh, 69. 69. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 69. 69. 61. Oh, no, what number do we want to give you? I wish I could hold I this. this. Hold on, hold on. Wow, it's the same. <laughs> no, it ain't the same. We got the same <laughs> hair size. There's no way you wear the same that That's size. Shannon. He's Nate. This is Kurt. I'm Jesse. Together we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille People. Feel, feel us. Feel when Come we on, speak. Brandon Cook. I want to feel you.
1: How are y'all doing?
2: This segment is
3: brought to you by Wingstop. I want to help with The show. The segment, the show. Everything we do here brought to you by Wingstop. <laughs> where flavor gets its wings. Brandon Cook,
2: Brandon
1: Cook, I want to feel you wings.
3: <laughs> That's a weird statement. So that is a very
2: weird statement.
1: Weird statement.
2: Hey, y'all are not gonna knock me off target today, oh. Brandon Cook. The yeah. Size 15s. You wanna? We have this is going into our sixth week, right?
1: Yeah, it's week six. And
2: Just... every week I listen to the shows. I got that from Jesse. Listening to. i do Jesse. Don't listen to every show, but I do. Uh, Every game, every game, show. every every game, somebody has picked Brandon Cook to go off. Brandon, this is Brandon Cook's game. Now, we haven't yeah. said that a lot. I mean, that I'm really, like, and I'm starting to say, fit. you know what, y'all? What if it? <laughs> when what if we stop picking? It up? Yeah,
3: if yeah. We stop it saying it saying may it, go off. It may,
4: may go that, off. Troy Aikman said on his little hit today on the radio that he thinks uh, Cooks is the best route runner on the team. He is. So, why ain't he getting the ball? We have so many questions. So,
1: someone someone asked me that today.
2: That you feel.
1: That I feel like. <laughs> they asked me. Is he in that back? Oh, yeah,
3: never mind. He's in his back.
1: They asked I, me. Oh,
3: is Cook in that back?
1: They asked me. Where, it's you cooks, <laughs> where are you it's at? Is Cook's
3: game <laughs> in that back? They, they asked me. <laughs> what
1: was going on with the receivers? And I said, we talked about it on the show. And it's like, are they not getting separation? Are they, and it's like, we. we it's a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. Like
2: I ain't never know Jessie be politically correct. I mean, when he went with a
3: little bit of everything, I'm like, really, Jess? You can't be more directed. You know? I-, I tweeted out this morning, like the more I watched film, the more I did really realize with these receivers, boy. <laughs> what is it, Jess? They are they are bad at like line of scrimmage, they're not they're not winning at the line of scrimmage and they're not winning at the top of the route. So it's a lot maybe a a, a lot of And when you look receivers. at like here's what I do know about the receiver position. Now people can say whatever they want. They can say <laughs> I'm only six catches in. <laughs> I can say I only had one play. But just remember, if you parted your lips at any point in time in my career, cheer for me, you're not better than me. Right, right. That's all I'm saying. That's right. So, That's right. Now that Let's I got that, that, that off straight. my chest, now that I got that off my chest, <laughs> we can move Jesse forward. Just going to let you know that, too. <laughs> I'm know? just going you know. to let you know. I'm just going to let you at, at one point in time in my life, I was considered one of the best players in the entire world. Didn't last long. <laughs> but we're going to race, by the way. There was a moment in time before the end of the season. There was a moment in time where I was. Okay. If if you can never say that about your history of your career. No, nope, I can't. Mm. Kurt, can you? No, no. So I say all that to say the he when you go, no, no, no. <laughs> when you when you're playing wide receiver, mm-hmm. I don't care what scheme you're in, I don't care what offense you are in, I don't care what quarterback you have. If they are playing man to man, if they are playing one-on-one, I don't care what the route is. Win. There, there, is, there is nothing that, like, man. And there's been games where this team has been getting. The Niners played more man against the Cowboys last week. and I'm not bringing up them, but I'm bringing up the Niners game. They played more man last week than they had played the entire season. A large majority of what they played was man to man. Did they see something that made them say, "We can cover you guys"? up? Yeah. First of and, all, they and, got they got they got up in you. They got up in points, and then they said, "We're gonna just keep challenging y'all until somebody can beat us."
4: Yeah, they certainly couldn't get separation.
3: They couldn't get separation. They said, "So until you get separation, I told you they played the percentages." They said, "Okay, you get the one, you get the one to Turpin. That's fine. We get the other interceptions. We'll give we'll give you that one, but we'll get the rest of them." And the Cowboys routinely, the Cowboys pass catchers routinely could not create separation at the line of scrimmage, could not separ- create separation at the top of the routes. So if that's the case, this is, wh- this is where the finger gets pointed at everybody because you're saying, well, why Dak isn't good? Well, I, I can tell you from a, from a quarterback-receiver relationship, he much rather throw the guys that are open. Makes him feel a lot more comfortable yeah. to throw the guys who are open. And the more open you get,
4: the more comfortable he is throwing the ball to you. And vice versa. Is that something they can fix? Or is that just a that's a physical talent thing and it is what it is?
3: I look at guys like I don't, Michael Gallup has never been, even in his healthy days, he was never been a guy who was a route runner. He's never been a guy who has been able to, you know, we talked about Michael Gallup, his strengths being the tough 50 50 catches. Well, you know why it's always a tough 50 50 catches? <laughs> He doesn't create separations. Now, he's good at going up and making the tough catches, but it's because he doesn't create the separation. My biggest disappointment has been C.D. I've raved about C.D. coming out of training camp. Thought this was the year he was going to be talked about, and there's still a long season left, that he was going to be talked about amongst the $30 million dude we talked about the other day. Mm -hmm. And it's been a disappointment in the fact that he isn't running routes as good as he's run routes before. He isn't getting off the line of scrimmage. He had a play last week, one, that where he ran the slant where he comes off. He, he has his hop and he's come off the line of scrimmage with it. I just I absolutely – makes me want to throw up. It does. You know, and this – even with a
2: tackle or a, a guard, you never want your feet, especially both of them, to be out of, out of the ground because where are you
3: going? Exactly. <laughs> and so he gets up on the DB and the DB at no point in time did the DB ever feel threatened that he was going to run by him. So you look at the, you get to a point when you pause it, CD is parallel, like two feet like this. And the DB looking at him like this. So when you break, he break. And then you wonder why it's a contested catch. You wonder why it's, it's tipped and knocked up in the air and intercepted. So it's like. You're doing things now as a receiver that doesn't give you the opportunity to be successful. You don't challenge the DBs. You don't make them feel threatened. You don't make them feel like you're doing something other than what you're actually doing. Then you couple that into the predictability at sometimes, like like you heard Fred Warner say. We know when they get in these formations, they like to do crosses and slants. So already in my mind, I'm thinking, here comes a shallow cross or here comes a slant. I'm going to sit on those and react to everything else. So when you do exactly what I <clears throat> excuse me, what I think that you're gonna do, I'm, I'm on top of it. And when you give me nothing else, when you threaten me nowhere else, Michael Gallup, same thing. He runs up, runs right into the guy, and now you're trying to get back across his face. Well, he's already beaten you to the spot. Hmm. This is the problem that you're seeing with these, with the lack of separation. Now, how can we help that? The Cavante Turpin situation. And I'm getting, I know I'm getting into the Crust of things, but what happened? You you motion Turpin. You you motion him across the formation. What happens now? The guy who was following him now has to play off or pass it over. Now I've created separation naturally off of the motion. Hmm. Because anytime a guy goes in motion, you're always going to play a step behind them, right? Very often do you get a chance to him go in motion and then you able to get back on top of him to set to set the, to set the, set the defense. You're always going to play a step behind them. And because you're coming behind the offensive linemen, the offensive linemen are almost a yard off of – defensive linemen are almost <clears> a yard off the ball. Their body width bent over is another yard, so you're starting two or three yards already. I've already created two or three yards of separation already. Just from my motion and you having to go behind a defensive lineman mm-hmm. and sift through the linebackers and all that, I've created, I've created the separation that I'm looking for. We don't do that often enough to give us an advantage in that space. So that, that's where the fear gets pointed towards the O.C. And saying, if, if you're looking at the stats, like you said you did, Freaky Mike, you talked about this team being a team that's diving into the analytics. You hired a guy, you, you just hired a guy this offseason. Forget the guy's name, but he came over as this renowned analytics dude, right?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: So if you have a guy in-house that's giving you the I'm, – I'm assuming that there's an analytic sheet that he's giving to you each week about what works, what doesn't work. And yet you still you go into these games and saying, well, my receivers are getting 2.3 yards separation, 2.7 yards. You know, if that's what's happening and they're showing you that, well, now I have to do as a coach is how can I free these guys up if they're struggling to free themselves up? That's where you have to get creative in your sets, your motions, your, your bunches, however you want to do it. Again, I've said this a 100 million times, Still. Steal. Not S-T-E-E-L-E, steel like Terrence Steele. No, I'm talking about, like, kleptomaniac. <laughs> like, be a thief. <laughs> I'm talking about S-T-E-A-L. S-T-E-A, uh, yes, steal. I'm talking about that type of steal. Turn on the film. It is littered across the National Football League of ways you can set your offense up and still be within the scheme that you want to run it. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to take you away from what you want to run just you now have to be able to get outside of yourself, humble yourself a little bit and say, you know what? My offense needs a little bit of razzle-dazzle. It needs a little bit of sasson. You know one thing I've noticed in my, my tenure around the
1: league? What's that? I don't know if I've ever seen a coach do what you, what you just said. Admit that there's a problem. And change things
3: midstream, oh they admit it he, he did he they doing it this week they you, they, think so? yeah. you know what they say yeah. when they admit it that there's a problem what we need to execute better that that's cold war for we got a problem it ain't working we just got to execute better execute what like that's that that's the cold war for
1: but I mean I guess what I'm saying is and it's because I've been around here maybe and not looked around the league but seems like we've had this conversation where everybody knew what was wrong and everybody was talking about it and no changes were being made. And it was almost like, because you're talking about it so much, I'm going to make it a point to keep doing what I'm doing because then it proves you right.
2: (laughs) Right. You know? I don't think that's going to go this week. Uh, You think they're going to mix it up? uh, I think we're going to see a a, a touch of what was old, what what works for Dak, what works for – see, I think we'll see a touch of it. I think he'll still keep his base – Offense, but I think a touch. The only thing went wrong with this team. It's only one thing that went wrong with this
4: team. They faced the 49ers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Niners. You know what? At least one thing about our the one thing
4: about our was, show,
2: unlike other shows, we we know the reality of it. They they faced the 49ers, and that one word that has been hunting them. What, three years ago, when we, you know, when we first started this round? Physical. physical. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. If our offensive line played better, we, we're not discussing this. I'm just being straight up. If our offensive line would have played better, we wouldn't be you talking like we, this. You know what
1: we'd be talking about? 40 to 24? Me standing on the table going, you know, that was a good game. I'll take that moral victory. And you guys going, no, they no, lost no, the game. No, that's
5: but, what we can no,
2: talk about. but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, fellas, every time the Cowboys lose, one thing is prevalent. That's that's the other team's offensive line. Every time we have lost the game, the four or five we lost last year, the four or five we lost the year before, the other team's offensive line is just came in – it mauled us. You know, Broaddus said it was the outside run. I'll say it was still the inside. We're all, But the bottom line is the other team's offensive line set the tempo of the game. If our offensive line would have, had, would have set the tempo of this game, we'd, we'd, you know, I'm not saying we'd have won, but this we'll be looking at this in a different way. We'll be looking at this in a different way, man. I'm telling you now, I've, I've given Coach Shalari all the love. You know you can give an offensive line coach, but I don't think I I don't don't think they met his energy because he's a ball of fire. He's he's energetic. He's ready to coach. He's ready to try to solve your problems, but it's hard to solve a physical problem. It's hard to solve that problem, man. Mm.
1: All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we talked about Micah Parsons' thoughts on the the shirt. Another Cowboy spoke up yesterday. The real
4: leader of this football team. He had some thoughts
1: about the shirt. And more when we come back on Hanging with the Boys.
0: Back to hanging with the boys.
1: Welcome back to the show. Each and every day the second segment is brought to you by blockchain.com. Thank you, blockchain.com. And 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 I I'm gonna give this guy a shout-out because he just he's wearing me out in my DMs and I just Bobby Carson. From Charleston, South Carolina, (laughs) how you doing? Now, now, quit blowing me up, my friend. Bobby, what's up, my brother?
3: Friend. What's up,
1: Bobby? <laughs> he's Bobby's a wild for,
3: dude. He's been asking me for four weeks. Bobby's a wild girl. He's a wild dude, man. You know, you know, Bobby, I don't know him, but he's blowing you up <laughs> in the DMs for a shout-out. Bobby's a crazy he's dude. He's been
1: killing me for four weeks, I've been blowing them all. Finally, I was like, all right, man. He's like, you even gave the security guard shout-out, and you wouldn't give me well, one. Well, they let well, him in. Go, they let
3: you in. So. Yeah. Those anymore. are people. Yeah, not anymore. <sighs> Got to have your badge like me, always. My Kurt has to come Get me now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep.
1: See, talk too much on I the actually, show? You know what? I actually threw you under the bus. I said, Damn. does everybody have to? Why get, would you? Why would you, would you throw me at the <laughs> bus? I see you and Isaiah. I God, said, does everybody you, have to check in at the desk and get escorted down now? Because I thought maybe it was just a me thing, and they were. He was like, yeah. Everybody said, what about Jesse and Isaiah? Oh no, I asked specifically about them. They said they're fine. I'm
3: like. Shh. <laughs> Again, but Jesse was here for a cup of coffee, man. As, Come as, on. Listen, my cup, my cup was larger than yours. Okay, <laughs> my cup was a little bit larger than yours while I was here. I had what do they call it at the at the at the, at the place? The, the, the grande, the yeah, the venti, uh, the venti grande, venti. Yeah. I had a I had a venti one. Yeah, my, you had my, a shot of my espresso. I was a little five foot. Yeah, nine, you, you had 110 a 110 pound size seven and a quarter. I'm just saying.
1: I want to give Jesse a shout because he oh. went and talked to the kids yesterday. I, I read, did. Yeah, I saw that. Where? Thank I you, you, man. I really uh,
3: so I, um, I went and talked to the linebacker group at Lovejoy. They had a family night, and I went and talked to the – Where's that at? Lovejoy? Mm-hmm. It's up north. It's like in the – what is Lovejoy? Lovejoy is like in the yeah, Salina a, area, right? Salina. I think so,
4: up that way. Yeah. Allen,
3: okay. So we went to Urban Crusts in Plano last night. Yeah, I got a chance what, to talk, talk to him. What did you talk to him about? I talked to him about two things. I talked to him about awards and rewards. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him about um, eliminating, the, uh, eliminating the places for the people who are not bought in to hide. Yeah. So understanding that. Deep? Uh, yeah, no, no. Just understanding, I mean, uh, un- understanding. How old are these kids? They're high schoolers. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say second grade. Like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs>
3: they're, they're high schoolers. It, it, was, it was basically understanding that uh, a quote that the great Roy Williams, the coach, taught me in in college was that everyone will not get an award. Mm -hmm. But if we all do our part, we will all get the reward. Mm -hmm. And you have to be willing to do the part to get the reward. I'm not, I wasn't never going to be the Bob Cousy award winner. That was going to be Raymond Felton. Mm -hmm. That was, Sean May was going to get the awards. But I'm a national champion for life. So I got the reward because I did my part. All right? And that's what you want to be able to do is saying, what is my job? What is my part to help us get the reward? We all ain't getting the awards. You know what I'm saying? But there's a part to play that we can all say, at some point, I was a state champion. I was a national champion. I was a Super Bowl champion. I was a whatever champion. That's the reward in it. And then it was. That's the team at The team the aspect, team aspect yeah. of it. And then you know, one of the kids asked me, well, how do we get everybody to buy in? And I just basically told him that you have to eliminate the hiding places for those who aren't bought in. Example. If we're all on a team, right? We are. We are. Mm-hmm. But let's just say you Sometimes decided. Sometimes divided, but we we're are. All on the same <laughs> team. Some, but some, Let's just say that he makes the six a.m. workout. He makes the six a.m. workout. I make the six a.m. workout. You don't make the six a.m. workout. Mm-hmm. But when we're done, you and I go and play Call of Duty. Well, I just created a space for you to go hide in because you think it's acceptable now because we all worked out. And at the end of the day, I didn't. I didn't make you feel bad enough. Because we wouldn't play Call of Duty afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you gotta eliminate the hiding places for those people who aren't bought into your program. Mm. So that was it. That's a good message, Jesse. Yeah. Two good messages. The one had to pay one paid for it, one, you know, I gave the the lady the Lady Panthers. No, nah, I didn't charge them either. <laughs> I'm giving away a lot of free gems out here. <laughs> hey, we get free gems from you every I'm, day I'm, on the show. I'm I am this is that's my calling so I'm the Lord is going to bless me in return you're gonna tenfold. Get, you're going to get the reward. I'm going to get the reward. Hopefully whenever the time comes and your number's called you get
1: the award too. You get the key. Come on the key to come on the, somebody the promised land
3: come on somebody preach now <laughs> come <talk> on <to laughs> <my laughs> seven year old flag football team <laughs> come i'll come talk to them i'll come talk to them i'll give them a, a riveting speech as well let's go there
1: you go all
3: right i'll leave and i'll send you the invoice chris someone else that had a uh, a good
1: message this week when asked take uh, it out of your invoice <laughs> 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 when asked about Kittle wearing the anti anti dallas t-shirt we all know what that means uh he compared it with Cam Newton. This is from Michael Gelkin, a tweet from his page. Uh, he compared it to Cam Newton's celebrations. The only way to stop it is to keep him out of the end zone. We let him get in the end zone, and he chose for that to be his celebration.
3: What do you think about that, fellas? That's what a leader's supposed to say. That's what a leader's saying. And he's right. He's absolutely you right. You don't like it? Stop it. Period. You don't stop it? They have every right to. me. Period. Yep. That, that, is, that is the correct answer to that.
4: Yeah.
3: If we don't like it... We don't let him in the end zone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get in the end zone. Can't celebrate that way. That it's as simple. That's all had to be said.
1: Nate, are you falling asleep? Are you what? What is going <laughs> you on? You know what, my friends. Yeah. What's that, my Hello, friend? friends? Hello, friends. Hello, friends.
2: <laughs> Y'all are so correct now, and I'm like, Jess, I ain't add nothing to this. Cause, uh, wow. Wow, I hope the Chargers don't have nothing written on his shirt because we made be me so caught up in their shirt in trying to win this football game. I'm scared to okay, death.
1: so speaking of the Chargers, when Kellen Moore was here, we criticized – won't say we – the media, a Nate lot of Newton. people. A lot no, of people. We okay, we, we criticized. <laughs> now that he's on the other side, does he scare you at all? They got weapons. We know that. Is he – the way he's using those weapons this
3: year, does that scare you
1: a little bit? Or are you glad he's on the other side?
3: I, you know, it's always hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I've been pushing for the longest. Let's get Mike McCarthy a chance to call the place. Yep. Um I always do. Thought you that miss Kellen Moore? I don't. Here's my thing. It, it, my biggest issue with Kellen Moore was situational football. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was the biggest thing for me. Right. Not like, creativity, but just... No, not creativity. It was situational football. It was understanding that, hey, now might be the time to, to put that four-minute offense in. Mm-hmm. Not throw the ball. Okay, You, you know, like, like, it was always the situation. It was like, what are we doing situationally to set these other things that we want to do up? That was always my biggest gripe against Kellen Moore was his situational awareness on how he was calling plays and calling offense at times, cost us football games, put his football team in bad situations. That was always the beef that I had with him as an offensive play caller, and it never seemed to get better as he got more experience. It just—it actually started to seem like, oh, you get more YOLO on YOLO every, t- every year you get into this thing. You would think that some maturity would set in, some, some understanding would set in, but the more tenure he began to have, the more YOLO he would get in situational football uh, uh, opportunities. That that was my only gripe against Kellen Moore. Have we gone that was too that, far the other way?
4: No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, just situational. Now now it's McCarthy seems like he's all about situational. Are we losing some of that creativity? and we losing gone from one end to the other and needing a little bit more balance?
3: Balance. I think we've gone from one extreme to the other, and now we have to find a. Sweet spot. All right, Nate, we're going against a – would you put him –
1: Herbert, great quarterback, Mm -mm. really solid. That
2: was going to be – I thought when we was going to break down their offense, Mm -hmm. all I was going to talk about was him. We'll talk
1: because it's that time. Seven (laughs) touchdowns, one interception. How do you stop
2: him? This dude is 6'6", 236 pounds. And beautiful hair. Beautiful flowing (laughs) locks he has. He can throw – that rock, he can he can he throw that rock. Uh, I don't know if, because I don't know if it was him, his offensive coordinator, uh, the way they scheme, or both. But this kid here, just like this roster, has not come nowhere near what their potential says. They are they they got two nice running backs. They got. Nice wide receivers. They got a big tight end and everything. They have a offense that can challenge our defense. They got a nice left tackle. They, they, if they play up to way they can what their potential what Jess, potential you do, get you you'll, do, you'll do a better you'll do a better job because Herbert is it. Now can they keep him standing up? Can we uh, get a lead? Because that's the only way. Nine points is what we need. We need a nine-point lead. Anything less, we in trouble. We, ain't have, we can't handle that person. <laughs> we in trouble, okay? And Jesse may see it different. But I'm saying if we can get a nine-point lead, we're going to have Mr. Herbert running. But if they even are leading us, this kid can have a, Super day. Yeah. When you, you see him. you juicy mouthed it over there today. Oh yeah, you, man. Think about this kid You yesterday. juicy, <laughs> you juicy- yeah. mouthed over there today, I, I, yeah, baby. Thank God, leave.
5: You you, yeah. you, I, you, got, you a like juicy mouthed kid. man. I like this, you, this kid. Is, this is a yeah. I
2: almost had your moment. Whoa. Yesterday, the uh, when you, Did you drive by
3: the trailer park. No, oh. no, no, no.
2: no. <laughs> no I'm <laughs> talking about. I, I thought this morning, you know, when I got, I'm like, I'm
3: out. Oh, you bubble gut. Oh, oh, you almost thought you had a— I I had it last night.
2: Like, you had it
1: last night? I'm like, oh.
2: Jesse, boy, I hope you spread spreading that. Spreading around? Yeah, don't be spreading that around. I don't want, I don't, trust
1: me, guys. I don't
3: want <laughs> but you to. But
2: anyway, Herbert, lock this dude up as quick as you can. Lock him up. Thi- That's just what I believe. One
1: thing about him, if, you've, if you haven't seen him in person physically, he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. Six – like he's – when you He's think, a real 6'6".
2: Six, six. Yes, real 6'6". <laughs> six, six. When you
1: think like a prototypical throwing quarterback – Yes. He's tall. He's rangy. He's yes. he's he's linked You know, he's he's got length on his arms. When
3: you hear the term, oh, it's an, it's a scouting term you hear it a lot. When he says the ball jumps off his hand, jumped yeah, out of his hand, man. like pop, comes out quick, uh, pop. Pops. Like it, it just when it leaves his hand, it leaves with the level of as a receiver. Do you like yes?
1: Do you like <laughs> someone like a Brett Favre that throws the ball? No, slings
3: it. No, no, no. But you like somebody that has. You, the, you want the ball to get there, right? I want the ball to get there. You with don't want touch. It to break
1: your fingers when it like, no. gets like there,
3: Like right? Brett throw this. Brett would throw a hundred mile an hour slant. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no receiver wants a hundred mile an hour slant. We not. wanted
1: to
2: get there, but not like yeah. that. <laughs> nah.
3: Now throw me a throw me when I'm when I'm when I'm when I'm settling in that cover two and I'm that whole shot fired in there. Mm-hmm. When I'm coming across in that on that bang eight, fired in, in there. When, the slant, fool, buddy, like. I'm literally five yards away from you. Don't throw it. <laughs> don't throw it with that much velocity. There are certain throws that you know that have to come with a level of pop.
1: Who threw the best ball that you? That you? Carson Palmer. Call.
3: Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. Why? What was what? it that you liked? Yeah. He he. Le- he was he was. I believe Carson was lefty. Is he mm-hmm. lefty? I think Carson was lefty. No, he's, right. he's righty. He's righty. He's but right. he, he Carson had that where he it was it had the touch. He had a level of touch to it, and he would like he would throw the ball, and you you can kind of see it. It was sailed to you. It was like you had. It was catching itself. It was yeah. almost if you didn't catch mm. it, it was, it was bad because he would put it right there. Like Carson had the best, the wow. best delivery. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. He had the worst. The worst? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Steve McGee. Really? Oh, <laughs> Steve, fourth rounder out of A and M. Steve McGee. Was, Steve McGee was Brett Favre. Oh, he just sling it. He just threw it as hard as he possibly could. Oh, wow. You like, brother, I am standing four yards away from you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't even sixty feet six inches. Like, you I am four yards away. Why are you throwing the ball with all your might at my head? Like, Steve McGee was. I'm sorry, I'm taking shots at Steve McGee. He's probably somewhere on the oil field. That's not a field. shot. This is a total just... shot. Steve McGee would. Okay. Yeah, it just was a total a shot. shot. I'm sorry, Steve, if you're watching. Love you. I doubt he's. Maybe you I never wonder, know. I Wonder what he's
1: doing these days. That's that's one of the. That's one of the – is that the second, third quarterback that they've drafted?
3: Who would be the other two? Dak. Oh. And then is there another one since him? Oh, Did they draft Rudy Carpenter or was he undrafted free agent?
4: Quincy Carter was a draft pick. Yeah, yeah
3: but that was before Stephen McGee. Yeah, Steve, Steve came in the normal era. I just Hummel let era. you know
1: how few yeah, quarterbacks they that's draft that's around here. Okay, Well he looks that up? Uh, Herbert, Justin Herbert, how you stop him?
3: You got to get pressure on him. You
1: you you, you got to so get can't pressure. Can't do what on him. you did
3: last week. No, because no, 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 I still no, no. think
1: if you would have got pressure early and often on Brock Purdy, you no. you would have had a shot.
3: You got to get pressure on on Herbert when when you go back and you watch uh, games like um, against the Raiders mm-hmm. where Max Crosby was creating and wrecking havoc um, in the in the backfield and and and. We, do we have a Max Crosby player? Yes. Here's, now, here's where the conundrum comes into play. With the injuries that we have at the linebacker position, how and even be how much is Micah going to be rushing, mm. right? And, and, and let me say this for the defensive side of things. If Micah's playing primarily, primarily linebacker, between what they want to do with Austin Eckler and Micah not being a rush in anymore, and him now having to understand the play in a different type of space might get run over a little bit. It 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 might look a little different, because um, because it's different when you have to play in a in a box of reading the guys in front of me and then reacting, opposed to just being on the line of scrimmage and using your speed to go forward. So he has to now like before Michael comes down here, there has to be kind of a almost a all right, what am I actually seeing, and then maybe moving laterally a step or two and then coming downhill. Mm. To opposed to just coming downhill from the defensive so end. So there's spot. a little bit of hesitation. There little, is. Little, there, little there, there's, a reed, there's a read, there's a read. There's that read. You see Lama do that kind of that read hop that yeah. that hop, okay, am I seeing what I'm seeing? And then I attack it. Mm-hmm. Um but with all but but to answer your question, the 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 I think the only way that you really get him to to revert back to that bad um Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. you gotta get pressure on him. You gotta get pressure on him because this is, and the thing about getting pressure on him is you he's six foot five, six foot. He's 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 as big as the guys who are trying to get pressure on him, this 240-pound, 50-pound guys. And he's a tough dude to bring down. Like you've watched games where you look like he's he's got like he's in the grasp of people and he bounces out, spins out, and he has the arm where you you've heard you've heard the term where it can make every throw. He can make every throw from any angle at any point in time on the field. So if you don't get him when you're supposed to get him, and now he has a guy down the field, even though he's rolling out to his right, fading back, he has the arm, and the power to deliver the ball down the football field for completion. But to, to pressure him, I should say pressure him, and to get him with the pressure that you send, must be a thing that's high on the docket list for the Cowboys defensively.
1: And there's a really big guy that's out there on the left side that's going to try to prevent them from doing that. And we will let our really big guy to my left side talk about him
4: and other things. Your draft question? Yeah. Mike White in 2018, fifth rounder. And in 2020, the great Ben DiNucci. Oh, 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 how did we
1: forget Mike White and Ben DiNucci? (laughs) Yes. But before that, it was – Dak and it was
4: Dak Steven and Steven. What year was Steven? He was uh, two thousand nine and then before that it was like Chris said, Quincy Carr. So two thousand
1: nine until present day, there have been three quarterbacks drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. The
4: highest in the fourth round. Dak. Wow. All right. There you go. Good, good, good stuff, Kurt. <laughs>
1: Thanks for looking that up. We'll be right back for the last segment of Hanging with the Boys.
5: Geek. You're taking the great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your
0: 2022 Dallas Cowboys Fan of the Year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year, and you could win tickets
5: to Super Bowl 58 and so much
0: more. Enter today.
5: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial
1: Welcome back to the last segment of Hanging with the Boys. What's the day? Thursday. Um, yeah, Thursday. Guess what? Tomorrow is
3: Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Is it in October? I'm definitely sliding through the TPs tomorrow.
1: Are you? Oh, TPs. Like Oof. that. Last segment was brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You don't need you a Jigsaw when you got the, you the TPs. What's tomorrow, well, tomorrow? Tomorrow's the big guy's birthday. Is it? Yeah. You know whose birthday it is today? Who's the big guy? (coughs) Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Oh, oh. How old will Mr. Jones be tomorrow? 84. I don't know. You got to be 80 something, right? 82, maybe? You know whose birthday it is today, Nate? Your son's. Leon Lett.
4: Oh. Big cat. Big cat. Hey we, we did make some uh, moves Hey-lia. within the last hour. Oh, okay. Okay. let's, let's, let's hear uh, it. Did we eat Peyton some corn? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton Hendershot to injured reserve. Sean McEwen signed from the practice squad. Signed Rashawn Evans, the linebacker, okay. to the practice squad. And Sean Wright is designated for return
5: from mm.
3: the
4: IR.
3: And Cavante and Turpin may be making the return. Really? Like this may this not soon? this yeah he he may be he may have got the the uh the Wolverine antiminium. Wow. Yeah the
1: self-healing yeah.
3: serum. But he went to Mr. Miyagi. But LVE's on IR,
4: IR right. They moved yeah.
3: to IR yesterday.
1: Is that right,
4: Kurt? Uh yeah, I believe so. I don't yeah.
1: And before we get back into football, um the Cowboy World lost a Cowboy legend
3: yesterday.
4: I haven't officially moved him. Anyway, sorry. No, yes. I
3: thought you were about to say he haven't officially died.
4: I no, like,
1: oh. no. I like, oh, hold on now. Kurt, you want to take us down memory lane a little bit?
4: Harken back. Yeah. Walt, Walt Garrison, the great Walt Garrison, uh, passed away overnight, I believe. True cowboy, if there ever was one. He competed in the rodeo, steer wrestling. Original signing bonus. He had a horse trader uh, as part of the deal. and But... Kind of underrated. He's still fourth all-time in team history for yards per carry and ninth in career rushing. So, Didn't I hear a story
1: about him? Was that him or was it Bob Lilly that part of their sign-in bonus was he wanted a horse trailer? That
4: was him. Thanks for listening.
1: That's literally what he just said. Oh, sorry, <laughs> he, he
4: put Jesus Nate. Christ!
1: I did. Well, I got it. I, I got That's literally gotta, what he <laughs> just said. <laughs> whenever I'm said on the show and the boss, <laughs> wow. the boss sends me a text from upstairs. On this show, yeah. I immediately read uh, it wow. because oh. I don't know what's going on. So that's what I, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I tuned. Was well, that a good? It's. Also, he was just letting us know that uh, Jerry shares a birthday with Brother Will upstairs. Oh, Oh, Bro Will, okay, tomorrow as well. Sorry about that, Kurt. No, that's
4: fine. Garrison, he was also listening. Funny, yeah. Be be careful. Yeah.
3: Hi, boss. So good.
4: Yeah. Sorry, he he'd been in declining health for quite a while, so um, not unexpected, but still, thoughts to the family. Thoughts
1: to the family. All right, Nate. So there's a big a big guy in. LA One of the be- one of the better guys, better left left side of the line guys in uh Rashawn Slater. Well
2: they probably about fourth or fifth to to the guy we just played or he probably second or third yes, cause uh I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told you last week. Please don't go over there and put number eleven on top of this kid.
1: Move him move him man. around? Yeah,
2: move him around. Don't 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 put him on top of this kid. This kid can block. This kid is real. Don't waste a rep on this dude, man. You know, put you a good run run defender on top of him, Uh and we'll rush the pass when we rush the pass. But put you a good run defender on him and and do your thing. He's a rare, he's a rare find. What is his second or third
3: year? This dude ball. Yeah, his his biggest attribute yeah. I think for him is his athleticism. Like yeah, you look at Rashawn Slater, really good feet. Though. Yeah, yeah, he he is he is athletic, and, and so where where he lacks at times in in blocking or not. Bringing proper technique, he makes up for it with his athleticism. Because you think you beat him initially, and then his good feet and athleticism gets him back in the play, and he mm. makes you ride the hump even more. Or he pushes you through. or He's able to recover and, and get something on you that allows a quarterback to get the ball off. But you know, offensively, when you look at this 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 Chargers offense, of course. If you want to watch what it looks like to get off the ball, like get off the ball and, and have good line of scrimmage releases, fixate your eyes on number 13, Keenan Allen, this week.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Ooh. I was gonna ask about the receivers. Wow. They're Ooh. really Keenan. And they're is, big too, right? Keenan is the smallest of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the least physical of the group, but hands down, he is the most technically sound of the group. He's the smallest of the group, and he's 6'2, 211. <laughs> yeah. And Keenan doesn't have great speed. Where Keenan makes his money at is where most receivers, the good ones, make their money at. He kills you at the beginning of the route, the line of scrimmage, and he works you at the top of the route. And he has he has these subtle movements in between. He Everything looks the same, but not the same. He makes you believe that you're going to do something else, and then boom, he's out of it. He's a good – he's a good, really good catcher. Like, he, he – wherever cobra. the cobra. Wherever the ball is at, he, he's, he's going to catch the football. Um, but he's one of the guys that I like to watch when it comes to releasing. He can release with the best of them. So, Gilly and, and Deron Bland and whoever and else – When you say
1: release, what exactly is
3: that? Like, what is a release? Is it just getting off – Getting a, and getting away, from getting the guy? A, getting a competitive advantage from the guy that's defending me from the line of scrimmage. So separate that first moment of separation. It doesn't have race? to be the the, the separate. Yeah, I want to lose him, but I want to be able to get by him and stack him in such a way that I now control what happens in this route. Sometimes you'll have guys that get pushed to the sideline. Now you can't get back across his face, or he jams you up, throws the timing off between you and the quarterback. You know, In the route progression, that's what happened with some of the Cowboys routes. You mm-hmm. wonder why they can't get the ball, because when they come to the progression, you're <clears> still <throat> fooling around with this cornerback, and the ball's supposed to be out. But that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But <laughs> Keenan Allen wins the line of scrimmage. Winning and then controlling the and route. And then controlling the route. Okay. And then now he's able to dictate how this thing is going to be broken down. And and when you do that, you stay you stay ahead of... The timing of it all. You stay at you stay on, I should say you should stay, you stay on pace with the timing of how things want to break down. Um unlike, and then unlike corn. And ooh, <laughs> corn does not break down. At all. And then I think one of the things that's going to be key, and this this ties into how the Cowboys, Kurt, you just mentioned the Cowboys Sean, Rashawn Slater. Uh, now, sorry, excuse me. Rashawn Evans. Rashawn Slater belongs to the Chargers. Rashawn Evans. I don't know how he's going to play into what they're going to do this weekend, and what happens when you have a line of a string of injuries is you now have to start moving guys all over the place, and the one thing that I've said you got a smirk on your face. What? what <laughs> show you off the air. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and one thing that well is is going to worry me is Austin Eckler is. One of these running backs that can do everything. He can run in between the tackles, can run outside the tackles. They don't throw a lot of screens, but I told you guys, we're probably the only team that doesn't steal from other teams. They're probably going to watch the game last week and go, this worked. (laughs) We might throw a couple screens, guys. And Austin Eckler's a guy who has really good vision, really good contact balance. His biggest knock is he's always been hurt. But he's, he's strong, he's compact, he has good hands, had good vision, um, can get in and out the holes, bounce from a hole, get back, set his blocks up. That's going to be the one that worries me because now I'm looking at Stop. Let me get this. Let me finish no, this. No,
2: what you say? Yeah, I'll tell you off. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I heard it too. But but, but Austin, see, you can never be about serious. To apart, never. Man. That's Friday. Don't, <laughs> we'll get freaky on freaky on the TPs on Friday. Uh, yeah, I might bring Jerry with me for Happy Birthday. Don't you know get i trouble, saying? No, Austin's listening. I know. Um, but Austin Eckler, what he's, what, what the, what the. The musical chairs that's going to happen on defense. Where is Micah going to play? How are they going to do use Damone Clark? Are they going to put more safeties in the box? Like how? How I don't know how that's going to play out, right? How you will deploy Sam Williams or Tank Lawrence? However, that's going to work itself out in the grand scheme of what Dan Quinn wants to do. That's going to play a major factor on how Austin Eckler is effective, because I just think if you have to play Michael Parker as that linebacker. I just think he's so used to being just a rush in. Being a step slow or a step off from a guy like Austin Eckler could leave you in a situation where you're now chasing this guy, and that could be a bad thing for the Cowboys because if they get the running game going and now you're using play action and you know Kellen Moore is going to be a guy who takes uh, – I think – correct me if I'm wrong, I think Justin Herbert has the is like number one with – Uh, plus 40-yard plays down the football field. So that comes off the play-action pass for what they want to do, as you know, with Keller Moore. So stop the run first. I don't know how they're going to do it. If you can do that, you make it it one-dimensional and you give yourself a better situation.
1: Tomorrow, phone calls, 888-855-2297, Friday the 13th. Jesse's trolling the trailer parks tomorrow. Me and Jerry. Go with you. Me and Jerry. I might, I uh, might go so with
2: you, you know, you're going to be in and out of breaks. You know what I'm saying? Of, find a hole and get in and <laughs> out of, <laughs> it, All out right, of breaks.
4: All
1: right, Kurt, good scene. jesse got me, me, man. Chris, oh, me, Bro, oh, me bro Will, and Jerry. Chris, might want to cut our mics off because Nate's about yeah. to talk about yeah. something that Probably shouldn't go out over the airs. Jasmine, thanks for keeping Chris company. Jad, what's up, See Jay? See y'all tomorrow. Hanging with the boys. Bro, Will, be what's out. up?